Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar. And before we get started, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. Now with the expert series, or I'll call it sexpert series, I have an amazing, an amazing, amazing guest. His name is Dakota Mays. He is a yoga instructor, movement specialist, sharing his journey on mastering his sexual energy and a relationship and couples expert. With that being said, welcome to the Leaders Life Podcast, Dakota. Amar, thank you for having me, man. I'm excited. Yeah, dude, so am I. So just so everybody's aware, I had Janelle, who was on this podcast, who's actually a business partner with Dakota. So Dakota, why don't you just educate the listeners on who you are and what do you guys do? Yeah, so Janelle's the real sexpert here. So I'm like kind of like, you know, the mini me just following her steps of like, you know, the Tantra yoga realm in general. And yeah, I just, I'm just sharing my journey. I, I was a polished yoga channel just like eight months ago, right? Just yoga. But then I hopped into the Tantra realm and now I'm just sharing my journey of mastering my own sexual energy. And just sharing that, you know, through things like semen retention and stuff like that, that people are very interested in. And a lot of people don't even know about that. You'd be surprised. Some of the DMs I get, some of the comments I get, like, it's just a new world for a lot of people. And it was new to me eight months ago. So I totally understand. And I'm just sharing that now. So I kind of took my yoga channel and took it into like this tantra. I still share a lot of movement and like stuff like that. Yoga poses, just postural awesomeness, stuff like that. But then now I'm also sharing a lot of the, you know, the intimacy realm, the relationship realm. Yeah, that's a lot of Janelle's influence, of course. And yes, she's my business partner. We're doing, uh, we're co-hosting retreats. So intimacy and yoga retreats where you kind of combine all this central yoga, all this Kundalini work, all this like, you know, primal movement, getting back into our bodies, back into our senses, helping us balance our own energies to let alone, you know, balance the polarity between us and a friendship or relationship or even a you know boss employee, whatever that relationship is, a friendship, it helps you balance that polarity. So Really, the path of Tantra is a path of like, Tony Robbins is huge in it. So it's just a path of like, you know, figuring yourself out. It's like a life hack. It makes, it's like the ultimate personal development path. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Because when you say, you know, mastering, you know, sexual energy, and let's just jump right into this, Dakota, because there are couples out here right now, right? There are couples out there right now that just don't have that sexual energy or, you know, I'm too busy. I'm not in the mood. I just don't have time for this, right? How does that first off impact the relationship? And what is your advice to that? My advice is to figure out polarity. So every one of these questions is going to come back to polarity at the end of the day, because that's why every relationship ends, the lack of polarity. So it's kind of weird because we live in a world now to where, you know, it used to be like too much masculine, too much feminine, like, you know, you can't cross sides, blah, 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 back in the 40s when I was not alive, right? But then when the 60s and 70s came, and you know, they kind of feminized men, you know, long hair became a thing. Yeah, I got long hair. Yeah. But, am I <laughs> but anyway, some of those things became more normalized, you know, expressing yourself through colors, through dancing, movement. But at the same time, women started stepping into their masculine more. And a lot of this is cool. But then when you do it too much, it kind of makes this wishy-washy realm to where a lot of relationships kind of clash and they don't have that polarity anymore. You know, when I say polarity, it's like, you know, a battery has a positive end, negative end. Can't be two negatives. Like same thing with a magnet. You need that polarity for that to stick, right? So if you're in a relationship right now and you're feeling like 
you know, there's no spice, there's no juice in it right now. You're just kind of losing out. Like it's the polarity. It comes back to polarity. So it just comes to finding that self-awareness to where like me personally, I always say I'm a pretty masculine dude. Am I tapped into my feminine? Of course, every divine, you know, Shiva, you know, divine masculine person, they're tapped into both. And same with the divine Shakti, you know, a woman is tapped into both. But knowing where you're at in that spectrum is super important. So I know I'm super like super masculine. So I'm going to be most attracted to polarized with a super feminine woman. And I love feminine women. Like I love the feminine essence and every like, you know, my dog back here, Cinnamon. <laughs> she, this is the feminine energy too. So women are around, like she loves it because she has me around all the time, super masculine. Even animals feel it and I can tell. But yeah, back to the point. So if your relationship needs to spice things up, I would figure out where you're at on the spectrum and know, like, kind of think about it. Like, okay, if I'm a, you know, super masculine dude and my woman right here is like, she, well, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, that is, I'm assuming. And it goes for both, whether you're homosexual or heterosexual, polarity exists still. But anyways, if you realize, okay, I'm super masculine, but my woman's also masculine and she's trying to, you know, take lead, do all these things. Like, that's why it's clashing. You know what I mean? But if you're kind of a feminine dude out there, nothing wrong with that. It's super cool. You love that masculine woman, you know, taking the frame, you know, taking lead, you know, maybe she's the breadwinner. It doesn't matter. Like it can manifest in so many different ways, but figuring out where you're at on the scale and where your partner is on the scale is super important. Cause like, if it's a clash, like you might have to throw the towel right away. <laughs> wow. No, right? I, I like that you said that because that is something that I, I mean, you know, I've, I've been blessed to be coaching thousands of people with Rob Dial and his mentoring program. And you hear everything. You hear a lot when it comes down to struggling and struggling with that. And you, I love that, that you use the word energy because it's like, you know, you can walk into a room, for example, right? You walk into a room. It doesn't have anything to do with relationship. You walk into a room and you're like, yeah, I kind of feel that bad vibe that that, that energy. And I feel like in today's day, kind of like where they didn't talk back in the forties, fifties, and sixties, they don't talk about that, that energy, that gut feeling that, Hey, something is off here. So can you just elaborate on the power of energy and why people should just really rely on energy? Because that is my go-to now where two, three years ago, Dakota, I would have been like, you're talking crazy, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I understand where you're coming from. Totally. Yeah, it just comes down to, so your question was like being tapped into the energy. I would say a lot of people don't realize that our sexual energy controls and dictates most of what we do in this life. Like, you know, what are we like here on the earth to do is like procreate, right? Yep. If we don't procreate, there's no humans in the world. <laughs> there's no mass, like we're done so. So knowing that self-awareness of like just everybody, like our sexual energy is permeating everything. Whether you're talking about plants, you're talking about animals or humans, it doesn't matter. In every kingdom of the world, sexual energy is permeating like most of it, right? And some people interpret that in the wrong way, like it's negative, but it's not. It's like, but it can be super negative. That's why the prawn industry is the biggest industry in the world, unfortunately, right? The prawn, which we I know. learned, is porn, not prawn. <laughs> yeah. but the reason why they say prawn is because they get kicked off of social media. So, hey, I found that out from Janelle, by the way, did not know that. Yeah, so when I clip this up, put it on my Instagram, I'll just blurt that part out because, man, <laughs> so many times for saying, like, anything, like, you'd be surprised. Just saying the word Tantra sometimes gets you shadow banned. Like, it's, it's some weird stuff. Anyways, which makes you think, like, what kind of an agenda are there out there where, you know, they want you to be in that, like, slave mentality of being controlled by your sexual energy. Oh, I love so that you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. So when I come back to the energy thing, like, the question was, 
is like figuring out where your sexual energy is going. So when I talk about sexual transmutation, it's like, how can I control that? Like, you know, you're walking down the street, you see a really pretty woman or man, whatever you take, you know, it breaks your neck a little bit. You look, but are you taking a second take, third take, fourth take, unless you're going up and approaching them and talking to them right then and there, you are wasting so much energy, so much intentional energy, mind energy, like your energy is just flowing towards that, you know, sexual energy again. And this could be like, say you're in a relationship, like you would do a lot for your partner just because that sexual energy is there. You'll do, you know, you'll climb mountains, you'll do anything, you know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there, you're like, what, you want me to take out the trash? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't get... So it's like realizing if it's there or if it's not there and when it is there, are you focusing and like, you know, letting it flow into something that's actually benefiting your life or should you, you know, kind of transmute that into helping you, you know, become the best version of yourself, say that energy, that mental energy or physical energy, it could be lots of different energy that you're talking about. But I would just say it comes down to a game of figuring out how you can transmute that energy because that energy is dictating a lot of your actions in this life, whether you notice it or not. And a lot of it's subconscious. A lot of us get on Instagram, they're scrolling and Instagram has become a, a soft con website. So it's like, even on my, discru- my discover page, I'm like scrolling through trying to find, you know, audios, like trending mm-hmm. audios from videos. And I just see nothing but bikini videos, bikini pics and like, you know, just soft prawn everywhere. And I'm just like, and even for a second, like, you know, you glimpse at it, it takes a second of my mental power, but I'm really quick to shut it off every time. But it's like, dang, why are they, first of all, why are they doing that? And second of all, like, I feel obligated to help my people get, get out of that loop because it's a loop. Like, you know what I mean? It, it is a loop. But yeah, educate, can- I love that you said this. So educate the listeners why, right now. Why do you think they're doing that? Why is social media, because it's doing the same thing to me. As soon as I had Janelle on, all of a sudden, this phone over here somehow had, and I'm seeing a lot of prawn stuff. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, sex talk type situations. A lot of it is like good information, but as you said, the soft, the soft porn uh, is coming <laughs> up. Why, what is your theory on this? Because I know you know a lot about it. Let's just dive right into that. Because the elites of the world, whoever you think is controlling all of this, they are very well aware of everything I've just talked about this past 10 minutes. They are very well that our sexual energy is dictating everything we do almost. And they are tapping into that left and right. They're going to keep you on that platform by tapping into that sexual energy. They're going to keep you on that. Like, that's why OnlyFans is so big today. Like, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. So it's like the things I'm doing is like trying to end the simp culture in that, you know, wasting your sexual energy culture, whatever you want to call it, just like wasting your resources, whether it's money, whether it's your time, your mental energy. A lot of people are doing that. So the, the people that's controlling these levers on these social media platforms, you know, whatever you want to call them, they know that and they are tapping into that and they are, <laughs> they are abusing it and people are just giving into it. And that's where the problem comes from. And next thing you know, you're wasting like, oh, I just wasted 10 minutes and looking at this bikini model that I'm never going to talk to. I'm never going to read. Again, if it's someone that you're like, oh, wow, a really beautiful blonde. For some reason, you like want to go into the DMs, do it and then hop right back out. Like if you're not going to if you're going to put in energy or like you think that's like something legit, which most times not going to be legit, if you, find a bikini, you know, video picture on Instagram. But if you think it's legit and you want to try, do it, but then hop right back out. Don't spend 10 minutes scrolling through this random person in Australia, model or whatever, and just scrolling through a page. Like, what are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you doing? You're on that platform. So they know they, they hooked you on the platform 10 minutes longer than what you were going to be on it for. In my case, I'm looking for a trending audio. You know what I mean? 
Next thing you know, like I might spend a minute looking at these pictures. Like, why would I ever do that? You know what I mean? So they're getting in that loop. And yeah, to answer your question, they know exactly what they're doing and they're exactly. abusing it. Yes, they are. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for being honest about that because yeah, sex sells. And a lot of people who are listening right now, like, do you realize that the reason why you're scrolling this way is that's the way the casino slot machines go as well. And it's the algorithm. So that's why you get hooked. It's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? So yeah, I, I did a little bit of research on that. I did an episode on like the addiction of phones. And the one thing that I never realized was that they do it purposely like the casino, like the, you know, how they get addicted to gambling and it just goes like that. And that's why somebody who I, I use this example the other day where I went to go look for a recipe and all of a sudden I'm just scrolling, scroll. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to get on and get a recipe. So yeah, I, I agree with you. They know, they know exactly, exactly what they're doing. So my next question, Dakota, is that you brought up prawn porn, right? What is your honest take on that? And does it affect, does it benefit in a positive or negative way? Do you feel like in relationships? Because I loved Janelle's point of view of it. And I would, I'm really, really uh, curious to see what you as a man's perspective on it. I'm super against it, man. If you talk about frying someone's brain, frying their dopamine receptors, their serotonin release, their, you know, those happiness chemicals, dude, you're just wasting so much. Like again, sexual energy, controlling everything, you are wasting your sexual energy. And for the people that are watching it and then releasing to it, dude, you're releasing to pixels right now. You are getting, that's 10 steps backwards in life. And some people I've noticed in the content I post, they don't even realize that's a problem. I talk about, you know, sexual or semen retention and they're like, well, if you feel bad after you, you know, release or, you know, jerking off or whatever, it's like, maybe you have a problem with how you're seeing yourself when you release. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like people try to flip flop it to say like, I'm in the wrong or I have like mental issues or like neuro pathways that don't serve me because I'm self-aware that, you know, I feel like a lesser version of myself after releasing, especially releasing to prawn. Like what? So I was in a nine year relationship that ended like a, maybe a year ago. So I was never into prime. You know I mean? I was just like, that's not even that. And whenever I hopped out of my relationship, I still was not into it at all. And then I got into this Tantra realm, like, oh my God. So I'm a person to talk, like I probably watched less porn in the past 10 years than 99.999% of dudes. I promise that okay. I'm not into it. So, <laughs> so that I'm not the best person to ask that. But dude, I'm super against it. Even if I did love it before, because, you know, I've had high school days, you know, I used to watch porn or whatever that I'm, I'm, I'm very self-aware to know that didn't serve me. You know what I mean? It never once brought me closer to my mission, closer to my purpose. And it was just a waste of pure energy. I like, <laughs> I love that. No, I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. And I have a good friend, Abby, who's a, a manifestation coach. And she said that the best way to Define porn. So she goes, it is a, it's a fraud, is what it because it misleads you. And then you go home to your partner and then you end up expecting to get the same type of treatment that the actor and actress, because that's what they are, actors and actresses that uh you know showcased in their film. And then they go take it on there. Then they say their sex life is horrible because they're not able to mimic that. So I second you there. As I said, no, no disrespect for anybody who, who follows porn, who loves porn. That's cool. That's your cup of tea. But I'm with you right there. I feel that, that it is a big deception and can affect your intimacy in a negative way. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for your take on that. However, yeah. you did talk about semen retention. Educate the listeners on what semen retention is. 
So a lot of people confuse semen retention with abstinence. So abstinence is super I easy. thought that, by the way. Actually, I'm glad he said that. So I thought semen retention was like, hey, like no nut November or whatever you want to call it. Like, that's what I thought it was. It was like, hey, you cannot ejaculate no matter what. That's no, so, so it's still on the no ejaculation part. So no releasing, right? So abstinence is just staying away from it in general. So if you're doing abstinence for yourself, maybe it's no jerking off at all. And then no women, of course, at all. But semen retention is the hardest spiritual practice I've ever went down by far. Like I'm telling you the hardest. So it's about mastering your sexual energy. So it's about practicing this by yourself first. You know, I wake up every morning. I'm on a two week streak right now. You know, very personal information, but I'm, I share this all the time. There we go. But anyways, you wake up you're ready to go. If you have enough testosterone in your body, if you're a healthy dude and your T's are high, you should wake up fully erect, right? So immediately I do my jelking practice. So that means 50 strokes up, well, north, south, east, west, and then forward. And sometimes you do it more, but you literally, you jerk off until you feel the sensation of releasing. And that's when you breathe. The hardest part is breathing to stomach. So a lot of us get tense in the stomach. So when you get deep in this practice, you realize where you're tense at when you're doing it. So you keep your full breathing, keep the anterior chain of your body nice, super relaxed, full of breath, breathing into your, your root and exhaling, feeling that come out. Most people visualize the exhale coming, inhale coming out, down, exhale coming up. That can be flip-flopped if it's more comfortable for you. That's how I do it. So I realized in my, in my practice of just joking of how I'm tense still. You know what I mean? Now I'm getting better, much better at this since I started like six months ago, like I'm so much better. But anyways, you feel those sensations of wanting to release. Your primal brain steps in like, oh, my God, this would be so much fun. You're about to feel that ultimate sensation, right, of releasing. That's when you stop. So you edge and you breathe that up. So I like to close my eyes, tongue to the roof of my mouth, gaze up at that inner brow, the third eye. And that's where I'm directing all my attention, my intention and attention. So all that energy coming right up, right up. And it'll be a very subtle thing. You won't really feel it at first. But I'm starting to feel it more than ever. And now that I'm on a streak, I feel like I'm reality transurfing. I'm not kidding. My joking practice is like the epitome of my practice, my daily practice and everything. So I literally wake up for the first five minutes. I'm playing with myself. You're just watching. <laughs> I love that. I love that he's just being very, this is why, this is why I have Dakota on here. He's being honest and freaking vulnerable and just real. So yeah. So the dude just wakes up and starts spanking himself. Good job, buddy. So. Yeah. With the intention of bringing the energy up. So it's like, at first you're like, oh, bring the energy up, whatever. I'm just like jerking off and like edging. It's like, this is no fun. But as you do it more and more, you'll feel into like, like I said, I, I, I was tight in my lower abundance, my stomach. It was hard for me to fully breathe. I was still used to being tense. Like, oh, focus all my energy down there in the central center and that sacral chakra or whatever you want to call it. That's why blue balls exist. Do I get blue balls every morning? No. Cause I'm bringing that energy up. So if you're hanging out with a girl, you know, you're hard on and off. Say you're, you know, you're intimate with a girl, but you're not like having sex or anything. You're going to have blue balls, right? Those guys that go through that. And I've experienced it back in the day. I know that it's real, but that's just that energy being locked down in your lower stomach in that central center, because you've not done anything to bring it up. So again, our higher chakras are up here, our higher energy centers, like where our better states of consciousness, you know, you get out of the primal brain down the root. Just, we need them all, of course. But like, if you're always stuck down there, you're, you're always in your like survive, you know, like your fight or flight survival instincts. Like, no, we want to be like these, we want to be these multidimensional creatures, right? Having this crazy human experience on this physical realm. Those are up here. 
So I do this practice every morning to bring it up here. And so where blue balls doesn't exist anymore in my reality. <laughs> that is so cool. And I appreciate, as I said, your honesty and, and vulnerability on that, because you also said, you know, you pay attention and you, and your intentions, how important is the, I'm going to say manifestation, the gratitude aspect of this. Are you implementing that in your breathing? Because I did, well, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was somatic breath work and and in this room, and it's crazy, but I'm sharing this, but somebody in this somatic breath work was having multiple orgasms as oh, this was, as this was just release from the body, you know, I, and for me, it was like the opposite. It was just like, I, I didn't realize I had some just inner, just inner stress, inner trauma that was released and it felt great. But I heard there were people having orgasms about that. So can you talk to that? Yeah, man, that's the journey I'm on. I'm trying to have orgasms in my heart. I'm trying to have orgasms right up here in the crown, you know, the third eye, whatever you want to call them, just higher energy centers. If you don't want to get into the chakras or whatever, all that. It's like they tapped into something and they released. It's just an energy release. I've had crazy energy releases during breath work, mostly some during yoga, more subtle though. And I've had some intense ones during Thai body work. So I remember like my practitioner went through my right feet, like where my femur hits, like, you know, the SI joint yep. and my body just starts compulsating, like vibrating. I just feel like my hands are like ice and then it's just running on my arms, running up my feet. And I just feel like what's going on. And then I low key have an anxiety attack in the middle of massage. The first time this happened, and I was like, what's going on? I'm breathing through it. And then I start crying. I start, my face just puffs up. I'm crying. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So it's just an energy release. That wasn't an orgasm or anything, but I had a different energy release. It's all different, but we trap our emotions. We were stress balls. You know, we're not releasing this energy. Like a lot of us get stressed out and we're not moving through it. So you see an animal in the animal kingdom, if they, you know, get away from the tiger or whatever, they survive a real life-threatening attack. That's obviously super stressful, puts them in fight or flight. What do they do? They run it off. They literally shake it off. They, they shake so they know, you know, animals know they're tapped in more than us most of the time, probably all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so if you're a human being and you get stressed, really, if you get really stressed, you need to go for a run like ASAP. You need to drop down, do some push-ups, like push through it, like shake your body, like literally shake your body out, do all the, all those things, all those little things. That's why this energy gets trapped. So that was just me releasing some energy. So when you're talking about that somatic experience, who knows what that was, but maybe some sensual energy is locked down here, just, just releasing that person. They're just like, you know, having full body orgasms. Yeah. It was, as I said, it was just so cool because that word release, I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand like the power of that word release. Like, you know, for me, when I did that somatic breath work, it was a release of inner, inner stress, inner, as I said, stuff that you know, I was able to regurgitate out. And with what you're saying, just so I'm on the same page is that's not necessarily the case. It's not like, oh my God, I need a, I need to have an orgasm. I, you know, for, this is not why, this is not the release that I need. However, it's just a way of it leaving the body. Yep. And it can leave in so many ways. Like, <laughs> so right? it's awesome. I, I would I did not think about that. Yeah, the human body is wild. And I've had some people have really cool experiences in my yoga classes during Shavasana. Lots of tears. I, obviously, crying is the one thing that's repressed a lot in our world. For men. 
yeah, obviously mostly men. So it's like, I, I get some dudes, you know, some bodybuilders in the class, like a Shavasana, just tears rolling down and them having a cool talk with me after class. I'm like, of course, brother. Like, I know, <laughs> like, you don't have to explain anything to me, but I love you. Thanks for sharing. Women, they let their tears go more often, but I'll still get women crying in Shavasana too. But it's just funny how you see it work. Like most of the dudes are having these type of energy releases. Women are having these type. It, it all depends, right? What your path looks like. But I had a point, I forgot, I was going to bring it up. Oh yeah. So like there's crazy cool research about how like, you know, water molecules store memories, like they store information, right? So it's like, there's so many dimensions to this life we're living right now. And we just always think about it on the physical realm. It's like, did you know our bodies are literally mostly space? Like our body, like, you know, we think like, oh, we're physical structure. But the closer you look in, closer you look in at each molecule in our body, there's more space than material. So it's like, you think about that and you're like, oh my God, we're more ether than anything. But we think we're so physical. We're thinking, oh, if I punch this, it's going to break through. Yes, because the resonance of your fist and the resonance of this wall are certain things where it clashes. But, you know, if you, if you go really deep into this, like I definitely believe in aliens, like how did they travel? How did they go boom, boom, boom? It's like they're on a different resonance. They put their spacecraft, whatever you want to call it, they vibrate on a certain resonance to where they can go through things. They can disappear. It's all resonance. So it's all energy. If you think of, you know, Nikola Tesla type style, we're a super fan of him. So it's all energy at the end of the day. So it's our like, so our molecules store energy, they store information, store a lot of data, right? So when we suppress those emotions, say we get like, go through something super traumatizing and we don't work through that trauma, that's going to come up at some point. <laughs> and when it comes, I love that you said that because and then when it comes up, it's not always at the right, right time. So for the man that's listening right now, that guy that's suppressing his emotion, the guy that is possibly thinking that his type of release is sexual instead of emotional. What is your advice to that guy or even girl? I mean, let's just, let's just, you know, that, that, that person who is, I guess, using the orgasm as a quote unquote release to numb the other shit, to hide all the other, all their other problems. Yeah. I would say the main thing is just talk it out. I've had so many cool conversations with my, like, so if you're a guy, talk to your guy friend, someone that you can actually open up to. And if you don't have dudes around you that you can open up to about this shit, then get them the hell out of your circle. They don't belong. They do not. That. They're not preach, preach, preach. Keep going on that. Yeah. So it's like, you need to have these conversations because next thing you know, you're like, oh, my best friends are actually having the same thing. You know, you're like slightly depressed. That's why like male suicide is insane. So it's like, talk about it. Just talk about it. Open up. And next thing you know, you're just talking about it. Even if it's to yourself, like right now, this is therapy hour for me. Like all the time when I'm sharing, I feel so much better. Like, and I'm all, I'm an open book. My throat chakra opens can be, <laughs> I'll share anything, tell anything. So it's like, every time I do it though, every time I practice it, I'm speaking my chest. I feel so much better. I feel lighter. These aren't even things I, I have weighing down on me, but subconsciously they might still be weighing down on me because I'm still obviously sharing so much, but you just don't realize how much something is weighing you down until you really voice it with someone and you just let it out. Like just energetically like this is energy i'm shooting energy waves at you right now for my voice they're just sound waves right yep. you're still letting energy out. and then mentally you're like oh, okay i'll let someone know Dang. and when they tell you like dude i'm going through the same thing you're like shit man i'm not weird i'm not just like you know this anomaly that's going through this horrible time on this planet right now and then you can go deeper into it so once you open it up and go deeper and then you might start learning researching why why do i feel this way 
why do I resort to prawn every time I just feel this uncomfortable sensation? And I want to just like bring the physical sensation, like bring me back to that. Like just asking those deeper questions, why? And then you can start to reprogram your mind. You know, NLP, we're really been big into neuro linguistic programming. So it's like breaking that pattern. A lot of people are in patterns right now. Like they don't even realize it. Some of the patterns they do realize, but they're just so, they're such a slave to it. They're going to continue that pattern for the rest of their life unless they do something. So when they see content like mine, you know, some of these people that are like, you know, maybe addicted to prawn, addicting to, addicted to releasing, they come on my content, they get pissed off because I'm breaking a pattern. You know, mm. what is Tony, whenever he has a literal suicide, you know, someone that's suicidal right in front of them, he'll make jokes, he'll make fun of them. Like he'll literally say the things that they least expect. And it breaks that pattern. Like they're used to going, if they do express that to someone else, they're used to like, you know, the soft language, same thing every time it keeps them in that loop. Tony breaks that loop. So it's like, I'm just trying to break loops out of there. And that's why like my content is going to resonate with everyone. Yes. But even does it resonate with you? It is resonating because it's pissing you off. <laughs> it broke the pattern. Yeah, that is, that's so cool. I didn't even think about that. But you also said something that I always emphasize on this podcast. And it's that circle, that friendship. Like, for example, like my wife and I, if, you know, we get into an argument, like I know I can go to somebody that's not going to be like, oh, you know, she's, you're right. She's wrong. Like, no, you go, I release, they let me release. And then from there, I'm able to feel better. And then we're able to do that. So that's just an example from there where in the past I would, you know, lean on people and you know, that they just, it wasn't your best interest. So when you said, you know, find that circle and vent. Like that is one thing that I want you to take from Dakota more than anything is that you have to rely or you have to have people in your life that are going to support you. But all, as I say, they give you that pat in the back, but also that kick in the ass that you need in life. And that's just so, so, so powerful for you to bring up because I don't think people realize how confidence is affected by the people you hang around with, how stress can be a part of the people you hang around with. And it's just like, break the pattern is exactly what I'm coming from is break, break the pattern. And I, I just love that you said that because in your life, have you been burnt by that person in your circle? Did you have to remove certain people out of your circle when you started working on your self-development journey? Oh, 100%. Do my circle only gets smaller every day. So, but now, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of invitations right now or like people wanting in the circle, whatever you want to call it but it's coming from the best space ever. Cause what you just said, like once you start sharing that with your friends, you get to filter out your fake friends, right? Real quick. But once you start sharing, like I'm doing, I'm sharing this to like, I have a million followers overall. I'm sharing my freaking, <laughs> talk about jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the pattern. It's taboo. You're what you're doing is taboo. You're not supposed to be talking about this Dakota. What are you doing? You know, that's, that's the, the construct. Exactly. And as soon as I do talk about it, I connect with people like you, Amar. So it's like the people that are actually on that same wave, on the same mission, on their journey, like sexual transmutation isn't some woo-woo topic and they understand like, oh shit, yeah, I do have a problem with Pran. Like, oh shit, you are talking some facts right here. Like not everybody has to be on my journey to like understand and be with it because I had to be exposed by someone, you know, like Janelle, she exposed me to a lot of things. So if I'm that person exposing other people, that's great. But then sometimes you just by sharing it, I'm sharing all this information, I'm just talking super freely. I'm attracting those people that are just like, they're soul brothers right away. We, we meet two times. It's like, oh my God, this is the best friend. Like now, now I have like a lot of those. I've gotten 10 new best friends in the past year just by sharing my, you know, my life and journey. 
all the hot takes on the podcast whenever I'm asked questions, I'll answer the damn question. I don't give a damn. You can't cancel me because I'm on camera. Unless fucking Instagram or Meta like gets on me. Like at the end of the day, they're my boss. But here soon I'm gonna be on things like, you know, Elon took over Twitter. Twitter. So it's like so here soon it's gonna be you, you can truly share what you wanna say, whether I have to get on Patreon or whatever. But if that happens, it happens, but whatever. You can't cancel me because I'm already sharing all this stuff. I've already lost the 50,000 followers that didn't vibe with that. Probably more, honestly. But yeah, I've already like trimmed all the fat from my following. So the people that are here with me right now, they're not going to be surprised when I talk about seam retention or, you know, jelking and all these crazy stuff or just intimacy realm or anything to do with Tantra in general. They're not surprised. So it's like, who's going to cancel me? <laughs> no. Oh, and I love it too. You said, I mean, it's quality over quantity. Who cares how many people you lost? Because I always say, if we can just help one person in this podcast, just one person, I did my job here and you did your job. I don't, this isn't, and maybe, you know, who, like I always say, I'm not worried about the people who doesn't impact them. I'm always concerned about who can impact and who can help because let's be honest, divorce has increased over 55, you know, 55%. Intimacy and relationships are are not even real because as you just said, you're scrolling in Instagram, you're scrolling in TikTok, you're scrolling in, on Twitter, and then you're seeing this facade, this fake, fake world that you're trying to be a part of. And then when you are in your house or in your bathroom, you have that door shut and you're like, like, that's like, who the fuck am I? Like, who yeah. the fuck am I? And that's like the one thing that I'm getting out of this is that like, you don't give a shit what people say. You don't give a shit you know, if you lose somebody in your life, because at the end of the day, you're doing, you're giving a service out there. You're educating people, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. Just share. You'd be surprised, man. Just sharing your opinions on things. And is an opinion right or wrong? No, it's an opinion. It's like, oh, I like apples. You don't like apples. Cool. Fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like, so I share these opinions and there's no right or wrong in it. Right. I've had family members come on my, you know, comment section, just making a fool of themselves. I'm like, come on, what are you doing? And they'd be about opinions. I'm like, you got butthurt so bad about an opinion that you wanted to voice your opinion. Sounds like you need to get a following of your own and voice that opinion of yours. Oh, wait, you're not. So you're going to spread hate in my comment section. That's where they get there from. They think they're doing their part because like, if you have a, you know, hate apples and you're talking about loving apples, they feel like they got to go on and let you know, like, no, apples aren't that great, actually. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, dude, who are you? <laughs> like, what are I you? love that you use the apples, like, example, because I always say, like, you know, in sports, I'm a New York, I'm a New York Yankee fan, right? And let's yeah. just say you're a Boston Red Sox fan. I can't convince you to like the Yankees. You're not going to, you know, and you can't convince me to like Boston. How could you understand that? Why is that rule of thumb where you respect my opinion, I respect you, but I, you know, I like apples and you don't, or I like this politician and you don't like it just, it, it's like all of a sudden it's not an opinion. You're right. Like uh, opinions are not opinions unless you agree with me. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. And it drives me crazy, man. I've seen fights. I've watched fights of, so I'll bring up politics. What fucking gives a shit people, people, yeah. I don't even care who the president is now prior or whatever it is, but it's like, if you say something positive or negative about today's president then they're going to bring up last president and say something positive or negative and it's just like why is this even a freaking battle right now i'm sharing an opinion and it's just to the point where people just want i don't know what people want but it's just like they don't want to hear 
what you're saying, or if they do agree with what you're saying, that's awesome. But the people who don't, it's like, you're not focusing on that. And that I think is the difference because somebody said this the other day that they have over a thousand five-star reviews on their, on their podcast, but they focus on the two negative reviews. And it's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? You just got a thousand positive, you know, reviews. And it's like, but that's the way the mind works, as you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and the one thing that I wanted to ask as we, as we wrap this up is that you are doing yoga and you are, you are in this, you know, sexual energy world. How does the two marry each other or do they, or did you have to kind of, do they go hand in hand or did you have to kind of sync them up together? Dude, they don't go hand to hand. They are the same hand. <laughs> but, you know, they literally are the same hand. So yoga, literally there's an eightfold path of yoga. And it all comes down to connection and union with yourself and everything around you. So back to the beginning of the podcast, sexual energy permeating through everything in this world. Oh my gosh, that's everything about union. Like me connecting with you right now, you connecting with your wife, that is yoga 102. It's like 1,000, one right? So it's yoga is about the connection and union, right? But it's a lot of personal work and like inner work. So that's why you see the yogis, the monks, like, oh, I'm going to go meditate in the cave by myself. That's <laughs> blah, blah. Well, that's cool. Do it. But you're not going to change the world doing that. So I'm trying to change the world in my little crevice, my little niche. I'm trying to do the best I can to share my practice. If it helps people, it helps people. If it doesn't, oh, well, it's helping me and I know it's real. So when I come back to like yoga, usually being people internally, everything I'm doing now is externally. It's like polarity between other people. It's like the ultimate connection union with other people, like, you know, the universe around us. We're not just ourselves. Like, you know, yogis like to say, you know, you are the universe. It's like, okay, then some of these yogis in my comment section trying to say like what I'm doing now, this is a yoga. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's so true like, though. I've actually heard that before and I'm not even gonna lie. Like in the past, I would be like, yeah, that's not yoga. But now, you know, but now like that was ignorant, ign uh, ignorant Amar. And the fact that you're like, yeah, it is the same hand. And it's just like that, that is so cool because I start, I did a little bit of yoga when I had like back pain and I felt like for a man, you know, talk about, you know, you're talking about energy. It was just like, oh yeah, yoga back then, you know, you don't talk about it. If you did yoga, you didn't, you don't talk about it. And today there are more, I know more men that are doing yoga than women today that, and they are in the best shape of their lives. And they're not even lifting as much weight as they used to. Facts. Dude, it's, <laughs> um, it just comes down to uh, like, again, back then it's like in the forties, you're doing yoga. You're like, oh, okay, well that's a little suspect, you know, but then the seventies came and got more normalized, you know, dudes doing more feminine things, girls doing more masculine things, which is awesome. We need that. We need to be, you know, balance both energies, yin yang in ourselves. We all have it in ourselves, the masculine, feminine, but then it comes down to the thing I want to bring up is cognitive dissonance, right? Mm -hmm. So when people see something and they're like, oh, yoga is this in my mind, but then you bring up something that's also yoga related, whatever, you know, in this, in this instance, it's tantra yoga, all these things, polarity, intimacy. They're like, Whoa, wait, wait, that disagrees with what's in my mind. This is crazy. And they have this freak out moment. They're like, that's not yoga. And they'll literally send hate. I'm like, all right, what's the first, uh, first limb of yoga? It's like, be nice, pretty much. It's like, you're not doing that right now. So you're trying to educate me on the yoga path and what's yoga. And you're literally shitting the bed in your first three words of this comment. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, so I'm one of the most hardcore yogis you're going to see. Like, I don't, I'll come for your throat. I don't care. Like, and I'll defend myself. You know, I do jujitsu. I do martial arts. Like, I teach people how to breathe and I teach people how to stop people from breathing. So best of both worlds. <laughs> yes.
You can't get better than that. That is awesome, Dakota. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy, crazy, crazy busy day, Dakota. Can you please let the listeners know, we'll have everything on the show notes. Don't worry, so they can connect. But where is the best best way to connect with you and, and just go from there? Uh, Maze Yoga on every platform. So it's M-A-Y-S Yoga. You know, I got Instagram, TikTok, all the above. You know, Maze Yoga on YouTube. I got some cool flows over there. And we do have retreats and stuff like that. So we have a November 11th to 15th retreat coming up very mm-hmm. soon, uh, but also a New Year's retreat, a Valentine's Day retreat, uh, lots of cool stuff. So you can get this stuff in person. You can feel my energy in person. It's a lot different than, you know, right here on audio. Your, your energy is awesome, dude, on here. So I couldn't imagine where it would be on these retreats. Are you kidding me? Hey, I give, I give all the, uh, it, it all comes down to semen retention, man. I'm not kidding. I talk about like just a different vibration of living. I'm like, I, I'm at the peak, not peak, I'm not peaking or going down, but I'm at the, like the most vibration I've ever been in my entire life. And I literally, I, I blame it all on semen retention <laughs> right nice. here. That bed it's every morning, <laughs> every five, every bed minute, first, first five minutes when you wake up. Awesome. Dakota. Yes. Yes, go ahead. Add, don't even come to a retreat. I could care less. Right. It's awesome. If you do, that'd be lovely. But what I want people to know is the comment in these videos. So like, let people know like what your thoughts are. Even if you disagree, agree, you love it, you hate it. I love it when people comment on these videos because that's the starts the discussion that starts, you know, the dudes that don't open up. If there's one dude that opens up in the comment section. It like starts to trend like other dudes like, oh yeah. Then they comment in like, we need to get this dialogue going because this is not a normal talk. It's a taboo talk for some reason. And again, the biggest clause in the world, you know, making, taking all the, energy and money in the world is the prawn industry. So it's like, we need to fight back against that. So it's like, we need this dialogue to happen more than anything. So that's all I ask for the people to do. Comment your thoughts. Yes. No, this is great because what you're saying, this is a great, great step in the right direction is by both of us, both men talking about this to hopefully open the floodgates for people to talk openly about, you know, just their feelings, you know, mainly men. And as you said, suicide and men are increasing. And if there's one thing that I want anybody to get out of this, this podcast is that number one, you're not alone. Number two, you can always reach out and you have, you know, Dakota has, you know, uh, uh, many, many pages on social media, great content that we can all relate, you know, to this. So Dakota, thank you again for taking time out of your crazy day. We're going to have everything on the show notes. And that's that, everyone. Thank you so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you click on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out and share this with your family, friends, and tribe. If you think this is valuable information, tag at Leaders Life Podcast. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? I hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.